How the paranormal works is a mystery, and these true scary stories about interactions with the paranormal will make you question whether this is their realm or ours. Stay tuned for these creepy stories. Friend or Foe? Narrabeen, New South Wales, Australia. 1990s. Brad was a young man in his early 20s who lived alone. His apartment was comfortable and near enough to his work and the beaches he loved so much. He had lived in this apartment for some years, and at first there was nothing strange about his home. Then something started to occur in his bedroom at night that would happen for several months. He would awaken at all hours of the morning to see a figure of a man at the end of his bed. Brad described the figure as an orangey-red colour and said that it had a glow about it. Brad would sit or lie in bed, not believing his eyes, and hoping to God he was dreaming as he watched this figure pace about. Brad said that sometimes he would sit there and just watch him for what seemed like hours. It would pace up and down past the foot of his bed, one way and then the other, as if it was waiting or stressing about something. Every now and then, the figure would look up at Brad as if it were disappointed. Over time it became more and more interactive with Brad, and as time went on, Brad grew more and more accustomed to seeing this figure, and started to notice more details. He soon concluded that the figure was pacing as if it were nervous, and as it paced it moved its arms quite frantically. The figure was obviously bothered by something and Brad wondered what it was. Soon enough, the figure started to pace and wave its finger in the air at Brad, almost as if it were disciplining him. Brad would just lay there stunned. This was becoming too common an occurrence, and Brad was growing more and more afraid over time. Soon Brad was too afraid to even get out of bed to go to the toilet because of this figure, and some nights the figure would remain in his room for hours at a time. Though the orangey-red figure made no sound, Brad realised it was disciplining him or warning him of something, but Brad had no idea what. He had a good life and he wasn't involved in any unsavoury activities in his personal life. The figure seemed to speak as it moved about, but there was never any sound. For the most part, when the figure appeared in his room, it remained at the end of the bed and never really moved about the room other than pacing. One night, however, it walked right up to Brad's face and appeared to be screaming at him. Terrified beyond belief, and then growing angry at the same time, Brad finally snapped and screamed back at it. Instantly, the figure grew afraid of Brad and retreated to one corner of the room. Here it dropped to the floor and rocked itself in the fetal position as if it were terrified and covered its ears. Brad admitted that he was very spun out about all this and just sat there in shock. Just what the hell was going on in this house? He started to think he needed the help of a psychic or someone who knew about these things. That night, when the figure disappeared, it did not return for weeks. Thinking that he had solved the problem, Brad went on with his life. Eventually, however, the figure did return and continued on with its routine on some nights. One particular night, the figure appeared, but had calmed somewhat in its demeanour. It was back to pacing and looking and waving its arms. By this stage, Brad was thoroughly over this. Soon, the figure had disappeared again, and as he could not get back to sleep, 
Brad got up annoyed from his bed to get a drink of water. He left his room to go to the kitchen. But on leaving his room and entering his hallway, he realised that something was wrong. Brad felt as if something was in the corridor with him, and a deathly cold chill came over him. He felt what he described as a horrible presence of evil there with him, and it shook him to the core. In a flash, Brad realised what the figure had been warning him of all this time. Brad saw nothing but felt a real presence and it terrified him. He stood there frozen cold and could not move from fear. When he found that he was able to move again, he ran back to his room and jumped under his bed covers. Seconds later, the red figure appeared again in the room, and this time it was more obviously hysterical in its actions than it had ever been before. Again, it was disciplining Brad, who now understood what the figure had tried to warn him of all along. It waved its arms frantically and looked at Brad disappointed as if saying, I told you so. Silent Watch Darlinghurst, New South Wales, Australia April 2005 Kane worked as a bouncer at a popular bar and nightclub. He enjoyed the venue and the clientele, but after another long night, it was time to close up, and as the night's trading was over and the last of the patrons were out of their way, the staff locked up for clean-up. Once satisfied that all the patrons are out of a venue, it is a standard for security to check the toilets to make sure there is no one lurking about or that there is no one suffering a medical episode. This is exactly what Kane was doing at the time. He checked the male toilets and everything was okay. And then he proceeded to check the female toilets. Being a male, he knocked on the door and called out first just in case there were any females still in the toilets. Having received no reply, he walked in and went inside. He quickly checked the toilet cubicles one by one, and after a few seconds, a strange feeling came over him. He felt as if someone was behind him, so he turned around. Behind him stood a figure of a girl in black hair and pigtails. She was probably in her late teens. She just stood there and looked at him. He stood there stunned and looked back at her. He noticed that he could see her and see through her at the same time. And oddly, he noticed that he could actually see her reflection in a mirror as well. Shaking his head, not believing his eyes, and thinking it was just a hallucination, Kane blinked his eyes and tried to focus more clearly on the figure that stood before him. She was still there, just standing and looking at him. Not knowing what to do, he tried to speak, but she didn't react to his voice. Then he took a breath and decided to approach her. But as soon as he moved slightly forwards towards her, she disappeared. Using the Toilet Sydney, New South Wales, Australia, circa 2005 Eva and her friends were on a day out to the shopping centre, and they were having a good time catching up and shopping. They had spent a few hours here and they had lunch together. They started to get a little bit tired and decided that they should soon leave. But before doing that, Eva had to go to the toilet. As her friends waited for her in the shopping centre, Eva made her way to the toilet. She entered the female toilets and she noticed that there was no one else in there at the time. Once she had done what she had to do, 
She came out of the cubicle to wash her hands, and as she did, she noticed a strange-looking old lady with white hair who walked in from the outside area. The old lady did not even look at Eva, but simply walked into the area and walked into a cubicle and closed the door. Eva continued to wash her hands and looked up at herself in the mirror. Her attention was then drawn to the cubicle where the old lady had just gone in. She could see in the reflection that the cubicle door was opening ever so slowly, and it creaked slightly as it did. At first, Eva thought something was wrong and turned around to look at the cubicle. There was no one in the cubicle, and no one else in the toilets with her. She walked out a little dazed and confused, and returned to her friends. As Eva had returned, the girls were chatting for a while, and they were still standing in that same spot before leaving. Having almost put the whole weird incident behind her, she continued chatting to her friends, and they started to walk away. But then in passing, one of her friends mentioned it was strange that an old lady with white hair had walked into the toilets, but had not come back out. Ping Pong, anyone? Hong Kong, Special Administrative Region, China, 1990s. The majority of people in Hong Kong live in high-rise buildings, and that in itself brings issues. There can be neighbour disputes, and it can get quite noisy. There was a family living in a Hong Kong apartment block, who, although had lived there for a while, weren't prepared for the strange things that started to happen there. At 2am on most nights, Jane and her family would hear sounds coming from other rooms of their apartment. The sounds were like someone was moving the furniture around in the next room. On one particular night, Jane was watching TV at about 2am, and she heard the sounds again. Although she did live with her parents and brother, they were all asleep this night, and she had no idea who was making the noises. She looked around nervously across the dark apartment, and the flickering light from the television seemed to play a trick on her mind. Although she couldn't see anything, the noises that seemed to be coming from the empty room, coupled with the dimness of the night, terrified her. This would happen several times, where if someone was not awake at 2am, they would be likely to be awoken at 2am by the sounds in the apartment. In particular, Jane would experience this many times, and she started to grow more and more afraid. She would watch TV with the lights on, and sometimes even leave the light on to get to sleep. Jane and her family knew the noises were from inside their apartment, but there was nothing they could really do about it. On another night, the sound of moving furniture was accompanied by the sound of a ping-pong ball dropping onto the ground and bouncing away as if someone had intentionally thrown it. Despite the often loud noises from their apartment most nights at 2am, there was never an issue with neighbours until a few days later. One night, Jane and her family were all out for the night as they were all staying with relatives in another part of the city. The next day when they arrived home, the neighbour from the apartment above them knocked on the door in the morning. Jane's mother answered the door to see what was wrong, and the upstairs neighbour was visibly annoyed. She complained to the family that they should not let their little children play at 2am because they were making just too much noise. Jane's mother replied, 
we don't have any little children. Thanks for joining me and don't forget to listen in next time for more Chilling True Tales. If you'd like to subscribe, that would be fantastic and you won't miss another episode. If you'd like to submit your own Chilling True Tale so that your story might be featured in one of these episodes, contact me on seekersosparanormal at gmail.com. Email details are in the description. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards.